Hey, this is Mark from The Outfit. You're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. So, hey, you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. I am Bruce. And I am Brutally Delicious. My name is Chris. That is sexy. Hey. I just just got quite excited. Um... (laughs) Jesus. I don't know how we compete with our last interview because that was absolutely off the charts, but um Well, we'll have to let him know he has to step up his game. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, and compete with the king of all black metal from Gary, Indiana. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Also, I was doing a little research and they're not even from Indiana, which is the best. <laughs> they're, they're from upstate upstate New York. <laughs> So that, the the fact that he had that whole uh, the whole myth going on is just great. <laughs> anyway, today we're speaking with Mark Nawara, I believe. I probably just butchered from a uh, band called The Outfit. The Outfit, okay. Yeah, and I'm sure you haven't listened to him because you know how, why prep? Why would I prep? I mean, why I, would you prep? I want their elevator pitch. Right, we're gonna get the elevator pitch. Anyway, let, let me go ahead and get Mark on the line, and we'll see what happens from there. Okay. All right. It's calling him. I'm here. Holy here. cow. It's about time you answered your damn phone. Well, you know, <laughs> I like to le- I like to make everyone feel suspenseful. Like, there you will go. the star of the show answer the phone? Yeah. yeah. Mark, like I'm sorry. Star. Yeah, I'm like sorry for my inept partner, but meet Chris. Chris, meet Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey, how are Chris. you? I'm doing all right. How so are you? You're learning quickly that Bruce is technologically inept. So there you go. <laughs> No problem, man. All good. Anyway, guys. how are you guys doing in uh, in quarantine? Where are you guys from? Uh, Chicago. Yeah, we're from uh, the three guys from the band are from Chicago. Our singer lives in Arizona, though, so we're a little spread out. But uh, yeah, we're all in quarantine, and it, it it's uh, getting a little bit annoying at this point, you know. So it's uh, you know we're just we're just hoping that we can uh, get out. We have a lot of shows scheduled, you know, and and you know starting in July and stuff. So we're wondering if they're going to play out or just like everybody else is wondering what's going to happen. You know, are you able to take advantage of any uh, of technology and do any like live streams or live writing or that kind of thing? Yeah, we just did a, uh, a cool, uh, like a video, like a four screen, you know, split screen video um, of uh, one of the tracks off the new album uh, called sitting here alone, which is fitting, uh, fitting song for this time. But uh, we just did it and we, we put it out um, last week. So you could, you can find it. It's out there. It's on our Facebook pages, and you know, it's, I think it's up on YouTube. And uh, I don't know if the label did a press release yet for it, but it's it's out there. It's pretty cool. It's getting a lot of good response. Cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So how did you do Chris? that? Um, it was uh, what we did is we just we uh, we weren't able to to do it live because we didn't have the uh, the technology or the you know the equipment to do it you know live so what we did is we we each guy uh filmed each you know themselves off their iphone we just filmed ourselves uh you know playing to the track uh off the album kind of like a you know music video like a lip sync um we each guy filmed themselves and then um they sent the video back to me which i put through my iMovie and just you know did the split screen thing and synced the music up and 
edited it up and it came out good. <laughs> I, was, I was actually shocked myself. So it was pretty cool. So was it difficult to sync them? No, it was, it, that's the weird part. I mean, it was very easy to sync because that, that's what I was worried about. I thought it was going to be a problem, but we, uh, you know, we, we each played to the, uh, to the wave file and, uh, for some reason, man, it just, it just, you know, synced up really well. It was like magical. It, it looks great. That's very yeah, cool. amazing. Yeah. I have to check it out. It looks cool. Sweet. Chris. So give us your boardroom pitch. Like, you know, like two sentences mm-hmm. describe your band. <laughs> um, powerful in your face rock. Basically. That's it. Nice. nice. So I yeah. see you guys tour a lot and I was just looking through some of your, your video stuff. Um, mm-hmm. you guys have played like pretty cool venues. Like, uh, yeah, we just got the classic back. venue, the whiskey, right? Yeah, we just got back in, in February. Uh, we did, uh, which seems like a long time ago, but it really wasn't. We did uh, a West Coast run. Uh, we played uh, Las Vegas. We did a place called Count Vamps. And then we did uh, the Whiskey A Go Go. We did uh, Brick by Brick in San Diego. And we did a place called Club Red in uh, Mesa, Arizona. But yeah, the Whiskey was the highlight on, on that run. It was uh, incredible to play, you know, that that venue just because yeah. of the, you know, the history. All, the history of it is insane. And you're just on stage there and you're thinking, thinking about all the bands that have played there and you're sitting upstairs in the dressing room, which, you know, it's just, it's just pretty cool. It's just, it's crazy. So it was a, it was a good time. It was a good run, you know, good show. And, uh, we were excited to do it and, uh, you know, hope to go back to them sometime soon. Does the whiskey, yeah. does the whiskey have a particular smell compared to other venues? Uh, no, not really. It's it's old and smelly like the rest of them. So it's <laughs> it's nothing like when you walk in. It's not like holy shit, you know. This place is, you know. I mean, I'll tell you, the real nice, the real nice club was uh, was Count Vamps in uh, in Vegas. It was really uh, really high line, you know, really really nicely uh, done, you know, new, you know, newer. Uh, it looks like they just remodeled the whole place, but. Uh, amazing, you know, stage, you know, lighting, sound, all that stuff. Really nice. Nice. Yeah. So how does it make you feel uh, when the energy and the power you envisioned while putting these songs together in the studio or write, you know, writing in your writing yeah. room come to yeah. live on stage in front of a, a crowd? It's fantastic, man. It's just, uh, it's, it's great. It's great to see the, the crowd reactions to each each song. Um, you really don't know when you're when you're writing them and you're recording them and all that. You have an idea, you know what what's gonna you know hit the fans well. But um, you know sometimes it, it throws a curve at you. And, and songs you you think that you know are gonna have a big impact don't, and then ones that you you least expect um, come out and and you know kick some butt. So it's 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 weird. It kind of happened with our, our our first single that we're going with off the album, which is gonna go to radio. Um, I believe at the end of April because it got pushed back when all this stuff was going on. The song come alive. Um, it was, um, the last song that we had written for the album. We were like, we're like at nine songs and we needed 10. We're like, come on guys, let's get this last one done. And you know, the last one, you know, Andy, Andy came up with a melody and he, he wrote it and he sent it in. And we all get, we all thought, all right, yeah, this is cool. You know, this is good. You know, it's, uh, maybe, maybe not a single, it's a good album track, you know? And, that one happened to turn out great, and uh, that's the one everybody's keying in on for the single. Now. So weird. So along those same lines, Chris, I'll let you jump in a second. But along those same lines, when you're writing, 
Are you yeah. writing songs for the song's sake? Or are you writing songs for how they come across on the stage? You know, like this would be a good part for a crowd sing along or that kind of thing. Nah, we don't, we don't really think that way. I mean, basically we just, um, you know, the way we write, I mean, we come up with the ideas. I think the way we get our, our own sound is we, you know, we come up with the basic idea and you'll come up with the basic idea. And then each guy will, will add to add their, you know, like I'll write the drums, uh, my brother Matt will write the the guitar parts. Uh, Mike will come in and do his bass thing. Um, so we all kind of like you know put our own our own little you know magic dust on the on the song and and it comes out the way it comes out and that's that's the way we go. We're not really aiming to you know oh, this one this one's a single or this is that or this is this. Um, right. We just do we just do our own thing and it, it seems to work. And each guy you know gives the other guy the freedom to do and trust the other guy to do what they want. We really don't, don't mess around with like, you know, Hey Matt, do a different guitar part here. Mark, do some different drumming here. Do this beat, do that. Each guy kind of has their own freedom to do what they want. And, and that's what we, what we do. And it, it turns out really well that way. So Nice. Yeah. So I guess because your singer doesn't live anywhere near you guys. Yeah. How do you rehearse before tour? Um, what we'll do is they'll come in, um, uh, you know, we come in, come into Chicago and we'll, we'll get together, you know, um, a few days or a week or so before, you know, we go out and play and we'll just run through and run through the set. Uh, Mike, uh, bass player, Matt and myself will practice all the time. So we'll get together, you know, like probably two or three times a week and just, you know, stay tight as a backbone. And then uh, once we're ready to go out and tour, do shows, Andy comes in and, you know, we, he, we plug him in and, you know, we rehearse for a while and then we're ready to go. Nice. Yeah. So I guess a lot of the writing then happens over the internet. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's. I mean, basically the way it works is is Andy will come up with the melody. He'll he'll send like a uh, an MP3 of the basics of the song, and then uh, you know he'll send it to all of us. We'll listen to it. You know, I'll go down and and put my headphones on and, and write some drums to it. Matt will write some guitars, and Mike will write the bass, and then Matt, Mike, and I will get together you know, in person and then we'll, we'll go over it and we'll start rehearsing it live and, you know, craft it that way. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Correct. Well, I'm just wondering, like this whole time in the world is so crazy right now. Yeah. It's, it's unprecedented. No one's ever had to go through this before. Yeah. Where do you see, uh, your band coming out of this? Not when, but, but like when you come out, what, what what are the steps you're going to take to kind of get yourself back working again? Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's it's a good question. It's just a, such a weird time, you know. And our album, our new album, you know, just dropped like right in the midst of all this stuff. So yeah, uh, it's it's really uh, you know that's why we pushed the radio date back. And I don't know if we're going to push it back again. I think we're just going to go for it at the end of April. But um, you know, we're just going to you know, kind of have to be ready to roll. Like I said, we have some dates with, uh, you know, puddle and mud scheduled. We got, we got, a you know, a few big shows. We're on a mud fest here in Chicago where we got a, a big date in Detroit at St. Andrews hall coming up in July, you know, so there's a lot of stuff coming out. So basically like everybody else, I guess we're just going to have to, uh, you know, you know, dust ourselves off, get up and, and hopefully get out there and start playing. I'm just hoping that that concerts will happen again this year. I mean, yeah. If it goes in the if it goes in the 2021 like I've been reading, um, 
you know, it's gonna, it's gonna suck, but what can you do? You know, it's just, uh, whatever's dealt to us, we got to deal with it and, and, uh, you know, get out there and, and, uh, do our thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's, you know, the planning stages of it, like, like everything shut down so quickly Yeah. and then when it opens up, it's, it's not going to open up that quickly. Nah. So yeah. how yeah. does it all work? You know? And I, I think yeah. about it often, like bands that re that require touring to live, yeah. which is yeah. everyone. Yeah. You know, they basically just had their entire livelihood ripped away from them completely. Yeah. We got so many friends and I had so many friends that, you know, I'm worried about It's just, there's uh you know, not so much the big promoters like Live Nation and stuff, but there's so many little promoters out there, you know, regional guys and um, all the clubs that we play and all that stuff. I mean, how long can they go? You know, how long can they survive this and, and you know, come out okay? So that's the that's the question. It's going to, if there's no touring for the rest of the year, it's going to, it's going to put a lot, unfortunately, it's going to put a lot of people out of out of business and i think we're yeah. gonna have a whole a whole new you know crapping of building up again i don't know i don't know how it's gonna work or what's gonna happen but it's a pretty scary thought you know yeah no, it, it's, it, it looks like it's gonna be reality <laughs> and that's yeah. the bad part you know yeah it, so. i i i, I kind of think though that out of this we're probably going to end up with some of the best music that we've ever had because yeah. people are locked up and they they can't yeah. do anything and there's yeah. a lot of emotions that are happening yeah. And the the a musician only knows one thing, you yeah. know, and that's to write and to play. So yeah. Maybe. Yeah, we'll prop we'll probably start writing again. I mean, it's crazy because we just finished our record and put it out. But if we can't play live, what else can we do? You know, basically just start writing the next one. I guess you know. Have you have you guys thought about that already? Or started anything or? Yeah, we we talked about it a little bit, but. Um, you know, we were in the mode like, all right, the record's dropping, all the promos going, we're going to get out there and play. And right, so now, and then it got pulled out from under you. Yeah, it got pulled out. So, you know, we haven't um, we haven't started writing anything yet, but, you know, if it, this continues, I guess that's what we'll, we'll just start, you know, cataloging songs for, for new stuff, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's really disappointing. I mean, it's, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people now that have really, really big problems and, uh, I'm lucky. My family's lucky, and my bandmates are lucky right now. Nothing, nothing major is happening. No one's sick. No one in their family is sick. So um, I can't complain um, about anything. I mean, I just, I just hope that this thing can, uh, you know, resolve somehow. Um, not sure how, but um, it just seems like a, a time we've never lived, lived through anything like this. It's crazy, you know. So oh, it's, it's very odd. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Uh, how it plays out, but I agree with you. I don't think anything's going to open up super quick. If it does open up, and it's going to be a gradual thing, and I don't know how confident people are going to be to even go out to, to shows or you know anywhere. Restaurants yeah, sitting in crowds and stuff. I don't know. I mean, I've thought about that myself. I don't know what it's going to be like. You know, going to a sold out show anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, for a lot of people, to even you know, get out there and and, and do it. So. Um, I think until there's a vaccine or something, or they they start doing massive, you know, testing or what. I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen, but um, you know, it's they're going to need to do something to to yeah. get rid of it. You know, so we'll see. Hope for the best. Oh yeah, I'm a yeah. positive guy. I think it's going to turn out. It's just it's just painful to go through. Yeah, yeah. Eventually it'll turn out. It just we don't know how long or or what's going to happen and. 
the people, you know, like I said, the people that rely on, you know, uh, the, the bars that, that have these shows and, yeah. you know, the promoters and even, even the booking agencies, you know, that's the tough thing. You know, how and are they the road survive? crews and the yeah. sound guys. Yeah. Everybody. Yep. Yeah. It's a whole, whole, I mean, you know, you can get unemployment or whatever at some point or, or well, do I, something, but I saw but, live know. nation just made a fund available. Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah. yeah that's good. For, yeah. for tour workers. I also yeah. saw that Live Nation is not giving back your money on the tours that uh, that you've already put your money in for. Really? Yeah, ticket. I read that too. Something about Ticketmaster and that, that yep. refunding. But then I read too a big article on Live Nation that they're restructuring their, their company already and they're already like reducing uh, people's pay. And I don't know if they laid off anybody or they're, they're laying off some people. Right. They, no, no, I get it. I was just, holy shit, I've got a bunch of, you know, tickets yeah. already in, in the works and. Yeah, not getting a refund on them is going to hurt as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, mean, I think. I, yeah, they should, they should, go ahead. They should ref, they should refund. I would, you know, I, I think is the right thing to do. But I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's kind of kind of crazy, you know. Sure is, so. Chris. Anything else? I don't, man. Thanks for so much for taking the time with us today, and and let us know when the record comes out. No problem, man. Or when Thanks the, a lot. Uh, the single the single comes out that's my second flub today I could, yeah if you want to know just something to, funny so I, already, know, I already called prep at all I, I already called a band by their wrong name today so I, was, I was close but i wasn't totally yeah. Yeah. right yeah. <laughs> yeah well hopefully hopefully the end of april we'll probably we might just drop the single and, and get it out there i mean the, the album's sitting out there so we're trying to work the uh you know, social media, yeah, absolutely, Spotify, and all that stuff. We're getting a lot of views. I mean, our our video uh, for the singles already got I don't know, almost fifty thousand views or forty seven oh, thousand nice. views. So nice. uh, things are starting to roll on that end of it. But uh, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, the world's in a crazy you know place right now. So let's uh, let's all join together and hopefully get through this. You know, and and get back to normal at some point. Yep. That's all I've got, brother. Thank you for taking the time. All right. Stay safe and good luck when those all rolls out. And just you remember, too, the virus yeah. can't kill rock and roll because rock and roll will never die. <laughs> <laughs> You're right on that. All right. Stay safe, guys. Hey, Thanks a we'll lot. Talk to you Appreciate soon. it. I know. All right. All right. Take care. Bye. 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 Daniela Clark. I'm Barbara Ann Wild. And we are the Honest AF Show. Our podcast is real, honest conversation with our celebrity friends and pros. Covering our anything but average rock and roll lifestyles. All while tackling the hell that is aging and the battle of beauty. Oh yeah, nothing is off the table. The Honest AF Show is available wherever you get your podcasts.